I don't believe in God. I know God. I love me some Jesus. <laughs> Too much. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's on the next episode. It's the moon reading. I rock with you, Yaya. It's all love. They better listen to this advice. We good. You crazy, girl. This is what this show is about, all right? We With keep the it real. real and real talk. The God and God talk. Hey y'all, I'm Yaya the Goddess. And it's your girl True. And you're listening to Real Talk on God Talk, a podcast on spirituality for people who skip church for brunch on Sundays. Here's what you can expect on today's episode. Yaya and I will be wondering out loud about whether or not you actually need church for a solid relationship with God. We'll be talking about the upcoming moon forecast for October and ways to incorporate rituals and celebration of the lunar cycle. And we'll close with some community pastoral care, where we will help you keep your head and heart intact when life is coming at you fast. Hey, Yaya, how you doing? Hey, Truth. I am chilly. (laughs) I am cold, getting ready for the fall. You know, my people are sun people, and so I am trying to embrace this. Well, I've already embraced it because I love this weather, okay? Ah! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm New Yorker at heart, so I'm like, fall is here. Hoodie season. So, you know, my game, my hoodie game is ready. Okay, Miss Jiggy. <laughs> Back okay, up. okay. Um, and so let's get started. Let's do this. For our first episode, we will be talking about is attending church like actually legitimately necessary for a real relationship with God? Mm. I think I'll start us off with a little story time. Okay, right. So story ahead. time. Um, you know, It's towards the end of summer. Me and the girls, we're all getting together. And, you know, we set up the group chat and we're talking about when we're going to meet for brunch. Right. All plans are made. Everyone's getting their outfits together. Okay. But boom, one person, we won't name you here. Uh Uh-oh. Of course, messes up the plans because she's like, oh, we can't meet at one. I have church. Ah, she can meet church all day. Right. (laughs) And, you know, I hate to be like that. Yeah, I feel you. I was raised in the church. I understand the importance of, you know, connecting with God and all that. But I'm like, do you need to go to church like every Sunday and so of course you know it started up the conversation of you know separated us into the heathens who don't go to church (laughs) and the church girls who do and Mm -hmm. you know the question came up like can you have a real relationship um with God and not attend church every Sunday and so uh let me start by asking you do you go to church when's the last time you've been to church hey 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 okay (laughs) okay um honestly speaking probably about over six months ago There was a point in my life where I went every Sunday and that was like when I was first like studying the Bible and like studying scripture. And so a lot of things that I thought I knew about Jesus were completely different. And so that sparked in me like, oh, I want to know like this loving Jesus that people talking about, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, I want to know like this loving God. I want to know what this is about. And Finding community for me at that time was like, it was important. And I, and I think it was because it was new and I wasn't quite sure what I was getting myself into. So I kind of wanted to see what is everybody else doing over here, okay, right? Okay. So it changed. Obviously now, if I, you know, if the last time I went to church was about like over six months ago. So I would say what changed for me is that I realized that church shouldn't feel like you have to go. Right. Because I I feel like if it feels like you have to go, 
it kind of taints the relationship with God a little bit. Whereas if I'm going because I enjoy the worship, which I do, I love me some praise and worship. Oh, you you know, I am a praise and worship girl. Yes, I love me some praise and worship. So if the praise and worship is on point, I will be there. Um, But I feel like I've also found God in many other places. So if it's like, you know what, I'm going to go out with my mom today and like we're going to go on brunch or, you know, going to take my parents out to a brunch. Like for me, like that's God in the mist. You know, mm-hmm. and and I feel like people can't say you wrong because you ain't in church on Sunday. You out here eating eggs and <laughs> you know and stuff. So I think it all depends. But let me flip it around on you. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. okay. When was the last time you been to church? Inquiring minds want to know. Um. Okay. So legit, probably about three months ago. So okay. all of last year, for mm-hmm. the first time in a long time. I was going to church regularly. Mm, I um, nice. I actually was attending uh, New Day United Methodist in the Bronx. Super cool. Shout okay. out to you guys. Shout Um, Like, I, f- I was able to find a community that intellectually challenged me. Nice. Um, that really gave me tools to take out of scripture, out of the word, into my work week, into my school week. And that's, I mean, ultimately, that's what I'm looking for. Like, um, I'm not looking, like you said, for an obligation. Mm -hmm. I'm not looking to, like, seem pious or holy. I really just, I need to know how to live my life. And um, that was really good for me. I had moved away for the summer and come back. And so I haven't really been back as of late. But um, generally, I'm not really a church person. Uh-huh. <laughs> Don't tell my grandma. Hopefully she's not Ooh, grandma, I hope you're not listening. <laughs> I know. I'm not really a church person. But it's really because I value my time. And so mm. I'm not going to give up two hours <laughs> of my time every Sunday for 15 minutes of praise and worship that mm. I absolutely adore and feel like yeah. I'm connecting with the divine, you know, through music or whatever. For another 45 minutes after that of listening to people kind of spit brimstone and fire. Ooh, like, okay. I'm I'm just not here for it right yeah. now. Right, you know? right, right. But um, I guess the question at heart is, do I feel like my relationship with God has suffered because of that? And um, it takes a lot of work, you know? Yeah, of course. You know, it, it's like studying in school, I feel like. Like, if you get the information and you don't do anything with it, right. that that doesn't help. And so, like, it's not enough for me to say, okay, I read my Bible, but am I, am I personally, you know, being proactive right. in when I'm taking the train and, you know, let's say a homeless person is panhandling Am I just like ignoring them and keeping it moving? Right, book or, it. <laughs> right, right. Or do I remember, you know, the the love of God, the love of Jesus right. that that is expressed in my Bible and right. do I apply it? And, you know, for me I try to do that, but um I I'm not sure that church has is really what pushes me to do that either. So. Cause, yeah, that cuz that makes sense because if you're doing it just because you think you should, I feel like that's very different than doing it because it's in your heart to do it. And so I think a lot of people end up doing things because they're like, well, I, I should do this or I have to do this because, you know, I'm a Christian right. and I'm going to do this so like people can see me. Um, as opposed to, like, I, I don't care if people see me or not. Like, I'm doing this because if I believe in the God that I believe in, 
and I believe God is love, then I have to be able to extend that to others, you know? And, and like, I think for me, like mixing the two with just like social media, when people take videos of themselves doing good things, <laughs> yo, Girl, let me tell you. It irks my nerves. <laughs> yo, it be blowing mine because I'm like, come on. Like, no, that, like, I feel like that's, that's not genuine. Like, you, you're doing it for likes, you're doing it for views, you're doing it, you know, and then, like, people who just go on, they be like, oh, my God, that's so sweet, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, but then this is the whole point for me. You know, like, I feel like it's this just propaganda. You know, it's not, like, genuine. It's different if somebody catches you doing mm-hmm. something and they record you, you don't even know. But you purposely out here, like, you got your cameraman with you. Like, <laughs> like nah, or you're doing even, the most. like, people who... Okay, so I don't know how you feel about this. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people do, but who like Snapchat while in service or whatever? Done. I'm like, so I'm so I'm in bed on Sunday scrolling right. through my Instagram <laughs> feed, and I see so many people like taking pictures in service, and it's like on one hand, it's positive because you are sending the message hopefully out to people yeah. who are not, you know, mm-hmm. actually in the church building. Right. But on the other hand, it's like. Are you truly taking the time out to connect with God? Yes. Like, why are you in this space? Mm-hmm. Are you in the space to be like snapping and, right? selfies with right. the pastor? Or are you in the space to like truly connect? Hey man, I know if it was my mama, she would be like, hey, put that phone away. What's wrong with you? It's <laughs> the church. Right. You know? And it's so funny because when I'm in church, I don't think about social media like that. Like, not especially not while service is going on. Like, and, and I've seen that too, like where it it feels like it it becomes just a show. And so, just like you said, like, I love the praise and worship. And when the praise and worship has a team that is really doing it for God because they got they got a story, they got a testimony to thank God for or, or something to cry out to God for, like, you feel the difference than when people are just up there trying to prove they're the best singer in, right. in the whole church, you right. know? So it's like, come on. But I, I think going back to the question, like, I personally don't believe that if you go to church every Sunday, that means you have a stronger relationship with God than someone who doesn't. So, okay, so let me ask you, do you notice a difference when you do go to church? Like, when, when you go, when you're on it, when you're like, yes, I'm in the flow, I like this community, whatever, what do you get from it? I feel like it made me a little more aware of myself spiritually to incorporate different practices, right? So this is like me before, like having an actual prayer life. And so when I started going to church like every Sunday, it felt like, oh, yeah, okay, I can take this home and I can apply like these things that the pastor is saying. I think for me also the the flip was when some of the stuff that they were saying started sounding off and I was like, wait a minute, this don't even line up with the with like the God that, that you're talking about at the beginning. So wh- where is this disconnect? And I think no matter what church you're in, the pastor's going to say stuff that you're not going to agree with. And I think that's okay. Right. They ain't got to say stuff that you agree with. But I feel when it comes to, like, rhetoric that's hateful, right. that is damaging. That's violence. And that's just something that I wasn't going to stand for, just being the person that I am. Mm-hmm. And so I felt like, okay, when I wasn't going to church, then I needed to make sure my prayer life was still intact outside of church. Mm-hmm. Um. And then what I really loved about going to church was, like, the friendships that you make with the people that you see every Sunday, you know? Like, the church mothers, you know? <laughs> they there <clears throat> with a candy, you know? Shouts to them. <laughs> Love y'all. Um, and then just that care. 
And the flip side to that was that when I would be gone, now this is a church that I attended for like, let's say six months every Sunday, right? I had missed like two months due to me, like whether it was work-related or anything like that. Um, And when I came back after those two months, like only one person asked about me. And, like, this is one church mother who just came up to me, and she was just like, where you been? Gave me a big old hug. And the fact that, like, these are people you see every Sunday and nobody really noticed that you was out like that, like, that surprised me because I feel like when I was attending, I knew the people who were coming in and out. You know, I was make sure, like, yo, make sure you're good because we know life is hard. We know you can't make it every Sunday, and that's okay. But to check up on people, like, what – what's going on? Like, you good? Like, make sure you good. I haven't seen you in a while. You know, something, you know. True community. Yeah, true community. Like, you ain't got to be in my business. Like, you ain't got to <laughs> ask me who, what, when, where, why, you know. <laughs> but but um, that love, mm-hmm. that, that genuine love that I feel like church communities should have, especially embracing people who come to church at an older age, you know, people who weren't raised in the church. It, you know, those are people you should, like, be a little more, like, attentive right. if they're just dipping out. You know, make sure, like, are they having a crisis of faith, you know, mm-hmm. and, and being that 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 hand, you know? For me, it's so funny. Um, so quite a few people in the past couple of weeks have asked me about my faith, like, just straight up. So are you a Christian? Oh, dead. They got <laughs> right. Christian police out here. Oh, <laughs> Way to come direct. Right. But, um, and so I basically, you know... Truly, I'm culturally Christian more than uh-huh. anything. Gotcha. Like, you know, I have my own personal faith. Mm-hmm. I have my own ritual practices. I have nice. my thing that I do. Mm-hmm. But my connection, especially as a black woman to the yeah. church, is one of community, one of um, a certain, like, cultural history, mannerisms. Like, mm-hmm. like you know, there's, like, you know, if you grow up churched, <laughs> if you was churched, you know, you you know when to hoop, when to holler, right, right, when to right. stand, when to sit. Uh-huh. You know what to it's do. Muscle memory, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> and um, you know that I think is a lot of what keeps pulling me back to the church gotcha. as well. You know, my grandma. <laughs> I can't of talk course. about my grandma, but yeah. like you know, when she prays for me and she says, "Hey, have you been to church?" I like to I like to occasionally say yes. <laughs> that would be nice. We lie to grandma now. <laughs> And even, like, what you said about, like, that care, Mm -hmm. you know, the the church has been such a staple in the black community. Mm -hmm. And I think in American society in general, like, the church does so much that other social programs are Mm -hmm. supposed to be doing. If you need a place to stay, if you need to know resources in your community, if you need a soup kitchen, if you need this, if you Mm -hmm. need that, the church is where you're going a lot of the time. A lot of times, yeah. And um, I think it's important in terms of that. But I think especially my experience with mega churches mm. or larger churches have been I enter those doors, yeah. I sit in my pew, yeah. I am basically isolated, I pay attention to the service, yeah. and then I dip. You're just like, a number. Yeah. You're just like, a number. You don't yeah. even really, like, you know, you can give the the nice hello, wave hello to people, but you don't have to dig deeper right. in that type of environment. And I think on one hand... For me, that can be cool because, you know, young, millennial, whatever, you're right, trying to... Right. If I, I, I have my community right, and right. I have an online community or whatever. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, like you said, I think there could be a little bit more of that reach out, of that softness, of that remembering. Like, some people need 
extended eye contact and yeah. a smile to truly be able to even open up. And I think I think some of that is missing sometimes. And so kind of to go back to the question I asked you, mm-hmm. um, do I see the difference when I'm going to church or what's the difference? I think the difference for me might be like marking routine. Okay. Going on a Sunday starts off my week thinking about God. Gotcha. And that kind of changes the direction of the rest of my week and, like, is kind of a reminder to kind of, like, keep me yeah. going, you know? Mm-hmm. You had mentioned um, online communities, right? Yes. And so the funny thing is, so it's not funny, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I know a few older people who can no longer attend church regularly right, on Sundays. Right. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, mobility course, issues. Yeah. And often they'll be like, you know, God sees and knows my heart. Mm-hmm. And so they'll sit home and watch televangelists. Oh, yeah. Or like even with like uh, YouTube or the church I go to, Facebook Lives. Oh, the services. Okay. And yeah, so yeah. if I miss it, I and can just A lot of churches do that now, yeah. Via Facebook Live. What do you think about that? Does that count? <laughs> I feel like it counts, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it counts, especially like... Like you said, elders who have mobility issues, if you, like, got the flu. and You know, I feel like God is everywhere, okay? So if, if God has a message for you or just a message in general to say, I feel, God could use anybody. You know, it doesn't matter if you're on TV, YouTube, Facebook Live. <clears throat> I feel like as long as the message is, like, sound and it's healthy, then I'm okay. You know, I know TV evangelists are like, they got a horrible rep. (laughs) That's a whole different (laughs) episode. Yeah, exactly. That's a whole different episode. But, you know, at the end of the day, like, I feel like God will use whomever, like, God chooses. And if you're available, then I feel like God could use you. And so I I can't really say, like, people with mobility issues, like, oh, well, that ain't really the church. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, you better find somebody to get, get you to church. Um, I don't think that's right. So I feel like if they're getting what they feel they need from that, then okay, as long as it's healthy. You know, as long as it's not to instill violence or to instill hatred, then I feel that like that's okay. And shout out to the churches who be Facebook live and right? <laughs> streaming and stuff. Y'all make it make it sweet out here. <laughs> right, right, right. So but yeah. I'm gonna play a uh, choice of words, right? Devil's advocate. Okay. <laughs> so I'm gonna play devil's advocate and say, like, okay, you go to church on Facebook Live, you go to church when you feel like it, you, or you don't go at all. Mm-hmm. Where's the accountability? You know, you you bring yourself into a community and then you just leave, mm-hmm. um, or like, how or who is keeping you accountable that you're living your life how you claim to be living your life, especially if you call yourself a Christian mm. without going to church? Yeah. So I think a lot of the accountability is tied to your relationship with God. And I feel like that's a different and separate from your relationship with a church or like a particular religion. Because I feel like if you are following God, right, and you know like God is love and like in like my particular tradition, you know, love God, love your neighbor. My neighbor is anybody else around me. It don't matter who, right? If I know this, my my one role is to practice this. So I don't feel like my faith is not like an outfit I could put on and off. I carry it with me. And I feel like that's one of the things that in America in general, is is like we don't talk religion or we don't include our faith 
in anything else that we do except church on Sundays. Right. And I don't like living that way because God is a part of who I am. So God is with me all the time, 24-7, 365, 366 on a leap year, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so, like, it's it's not a coat that I could put on and off. Like, any decision that I make, regardless if it has to do with, like, church or anything, financial decisions, partner decisions, Mm -hmm. vacation decisions. I feel like I got to take it to God first, Mm -hmm. you know? So my accountability is in that, but it's also in, like, in your friends, you know? So I feel like other communities could also keep you accountable to just being the best you Mm -hmm. and, like, the, the you that they feel God has called you to be. And I feel like we all have, like, those people, like, just your core of people. Like, for me, it would be, like, my mom and my partner because, or like my sister, because they, they keep me grounded on like making sure if I'm doing stuff that doesn't seem like it's me or they would know it's not like pleasing to God, they're going to call me out on it. You know, I didn't have to go to church to get that, you know? And like for other people, it could be like their friends from college who are just like the bomb sisterhood, brotherhood, you know, for other people, it could be like, um, co-workers that they've just had like this great connection with so I feel like there really isn't a separation for me at least they shouldn't be and, and that those people who love me who like really love me those are the people who hold me accountable to making sure I'm the best person I could be and making sure I'm practicing my faith on a daily basis making sure I'm loving others I'm helping others conscious to see others because I think that's another big thing, especially in New York, girl. Say you know that it is so hard. We just walk past people. We walk past children, like we don't see them. You know, we see rowdy teens, and we're just like, man, you rowdy, blah blah, and this and that. And it's like, no, they may not have what you had. You know, they may not may not have like people who are completely present in their lives or who ask them like, are you okay today? Like, how you doing? How was your day? How was school? You know, that's so true. Like, you, you mentioned that. I So I was on the train the other day. It was probably about three or four people mm-hmm. on the train, yeah. right? And it was myself and another woman who was, like, handing out church pamphlets or something. And so, you know, I gave my customer, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, so these young black boys come on the train. Like, mm-hmm. it's, like, a bunch of them. Yeah. And... It could have easily been, like, not instinctual, but habit or whatever to kind of, like, get tense and, like, watch to see what they're going to do. You know, the young kids, lots of energy, whatever. Of course. And the clearly churched woman kind of did tense up a little bit. And when I noticed it, it was another black woman at that. Um, It was kind of off-putting to me. And so, like you said, I tried to, like, really see them. Yeah. And you could, like, see the youth in their face. And they were having fun and sharing, like, McDonald's or something. And that that seeing really... I, I, I never even really thought about this until just now, yeah. but that seeing them, that seeing the, their humanity, I feel mm-hmm. like that is the essence yes. of God. Like Say looking that. back on it, I, I can see God in those kids' yeah. eyes. And it just it just makes me think that being churched is not enough. Right. And so yeah. for me, church can be 
a tool in the toolbox, whether yes. it's you get community, you get a set of people who are quote unquote supposed to care about you, right. whether you just get guidance, community resources, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's a tool in the toolbox, but it's not enough if you're yeah. not taking that church outside of that building. Right. Like proselytizing and giving out pamphlets is not enough. No, nah, no. Nah. You know, and that's a whole nother episode. Yeah, that's a whole nother episode. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. You know, it's not enough if you're yeah. not taking that into you, yourself, your body, yes. your life, your mm-hmm. your consciousness, Absolutely. and then projecting it back out, yeah. it's all for naught. And so, like, right. it makes the question of do you go to church or not go to church kind of irrelevant, you know? Right, like, exactly. It's like, yeah. are you living church? Is is, mm-hmm. is church you? Right. And are you walking with that? I think right. that, that's a little more of the question at hand. I like that. I like that. Like, are you living church? Are you living what you, are you living what you're preaching? Right. You know, are you living what you're hearing be preached? You know, I think that's very important. It's just like you said, I feel like ultimately every faith tradition, every spiritual practice is, it should move you to see humanity in others, no matter who they are, no matter how young they are, because the way our youth get ignored is ridiculous. You know, and I've been in a car and I'll, I'll be like jamming out to something. And then like, I remember this one time I was in the car jamming out and this little boy, he just walks right past me and he's just started dancing because he saw that I was in the car, like getting it in. <laughs> and so he started dancing and I lowered my window and I was like, hey, hey. And I was just like, yeah, don't ever lose your joy. Right. Like, God bless you. Like, do not lose your joy. You know, like taking that time, like you never know if they're going to hear those words again. You know, like that's that's important. So I agree with you, and I love the analogy that you use. Like it's a tool, but it's not your only tool. You know, your toolbox got to be equipped with so many other tools to live out this life and to live out your faith. It can't just be church. Can't just be it. Right. You know. So that's how I feel. <laughs> This is a great conversation, Yaya. I really appreciate it. It's a good question. Yeah, I I think that we definitely went over a lot today. I mean, we don't have answers for y'all. Nuh-uh. We just asked the questions. That's it. And it's for y'all. that We want to know what you think. To keep the conversation going, tell us what you think by following us on Instagram or Twitter at Real Talk on God Talk. Okay, y'all, so it's keeping time with Yaya. We are fresh off of a three-day weekend celebrating Indigenous Peoples Day. Uh, Yeah, we don't do that other stuff over here. The only Christopher we acknowledge is Wallace. So good, baby, baby. Today, October 9th, is the new moon. Everyone often gives the full moon so much attention, uh, you know, werewolves and all that stuff. But uh, let's give a little love to the new moon. It's symbolic of new beginnings, new ideas, a clean slate. October 9th through 15th is going to be a good time to get clear on your intentions. Journal goal set incorporate ritual into your life if you you know you're like me you're into that other stuff uh work with your sage your crystals like queer like clear quartz and connect with earth walk barefoot with your two feet on the ground use this time to get focused hopefully you do this now by the time the full moon comes later on in the month we'll begin to see what we set now begin to manifest So that's all I have for you today. Sending you all the warmth, all the love, all the light. And uh, yeah, this is Keeping Time with Yaya.
we think that it is important that we hold each other as a community. Um, you know, you can turn to your pastor, you can turn to your counselor, you can even turn to your friends. But we wanted to open up a little space here uh, to see what's going on with y'all. And so uh, we got a letter. A oh, letter. Who writes letters anymore? <laughs> it was really a DM. They got a stamp. They got a stamp on it. <laughs> uh, we got a letter. Like, oh my gosh, I'm a grandma. Anyway, so we got a DM. Um, and let me read it out for you. So, uh, Yaya and Truth, my anxiety is getting so serious as of late. It has caused me to avoid new relationships, uh, setting and accomplishing goals, and it's even causing me to lose sleep. I have low energy. I'm constantly dreading the possibility of eye contact with strangers, and I am sweating like crazy. I meditate, I prayed about it, I do yoga and affirmations in an attempt to ease the anxiety, but it only helps for a few hours at most. I'm thinking about seeing a psychiatrist or a counselor. What do you think? Yes. Well, first and foremost, Anonymous, thank you so much for DMing us and for allowing us to just share our thoughts. Uh, we are in no way experts. But we we love, and this is what we're trying to do, just open up a space, like Yaya said, for community. Yes, I, I agree. If you feel that it is time and you want to check out how the option of going to a... Uh, LPC, a, a, a psychiatrist or a counselor. Yes, there you go. Then go for it. Okay, only you know what you may need. And definitely, I say... Keep going with the yoga and the meditation and, and praying and try new things. And it's okay to feel the way that you're feeling. And it is also okay to go and see a professional. We know there's a lot of stigmas with that. But please do not listen to these stigmas because they're absolutely just out here to make us seem worse. Uh, a lot of these professionals, they have experience uh, with helping people just look at life in a different way, look at... um whatever they are going through, their concerns in a different way. And it can be very empowering for you. I know many people who have gone and seen uh, a therapist to talk to, and it's invigorating. It is liberating as well. So yes, self-care, if this is something that you want to try, go for it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Anonymous, you seem incredibly self-aware, and for mm -hmm. that, I just, I affirm you. Yes. Um. You know, like Truth said, there is absolutely nothing wrong with seeking help. Um, we mentioned a toolbox earlier. There are so many things in your toolbox, you know, church, yoga, prayer, you know, meditation. All of those can be in your toolbox, but that doesn't take the place of a licensed professional who can, you know, just illuminate things that you might not otherwise know or be able to see in your own self in your own life and so I just encourage that tremendously I think that um, it seems that you have a lot of things in your toolbox already and you can find someone that's kind of like on the same wavelength as you you know there's so many options out there when it comes to finding a counselor you know you can find a pastoral care counselor mm -hmm. um, you can find a feminist counselor counselor you can find a black counselor you can find a white counselor you can find an older counselor you can find a younger counselor you can find a a vegan <laughs> counselor yeah, exactly, you know yeah. um i just think that you know i affirm you going out and seeking help and 
somebody's out there for you. And so um, on the website, what we'll do is we'll have a section for resources and we'll include ways um, for you to find just the right counselor for you um, up there or at least resources. Um, but yeah, affirm you. If that, you know yourself. Nobody knows you better than you. And so if something in you is saying, you know, maybe I need a little more help, Mm -hmm. go out and do that. Yes, I completely agree with Yaya. And kudos, yes, to you. And we affirm you. And keep doing everything that you've been doing. You know, like we said, pray, yoga, affirmations too. I love it. Keep doing it. Know that you are being the best you possible. And just... Take it easy. Give yourself time to breathe sometimes and give yourself permission, all right? Go to the permission store and give (laughs) yourself permission to not be with it every single day. Give yourself permission to be tired. Give yourself permission to want to be alone. Give yourself permission to want to take a walk in the park. Give yourself permission to say, I don't have it all together today. I am not a strong person today. I don't want to be held today. Give yourself permission to do that. And like Yaya said, we're going to reaffirm this over and over again. If you feel that something in you wants to seek a counselor, go for it. Um, you have our support. Okay. Yes. And, oh, exactly. <laughs> and once again, just thank you for writing in. Thank you for trusting us with that. Uh, we really appreciate that. If anyone out there is going through anything right now, uh, seeking some help, some guidance, seeking prayer, even, you know, please hit us up on Instagram or Twitter, DM, completely anonymous. Um, Let us know what's going on with you and maybe we can address it on the show. Thank you for spending time with us here at Real Talk on God Talk, a podcast for people who skip church for brunch on Sundays. To keep the conversation going, tell us what you think by following us on Instagram or Twitter at Real Talk on God Talk. Go ahead and give us five stars on iTunes. Doing this ensures that we can come back for more fire conversations about God and spirituality in real life. Catch you on the next one. Peace. I don't believe in God. I know God. I love me some Jesus. <laughs> Too much. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's on the next episode. It's the moon reading. I rock with you, Yaya. It's all love. They better listen to this advice. We good. You crazy, girl. This is what this show is about, all right? We Put keep the it real. real and real talk. The God in God talk. And that's a wrap.